This is an SJC Radio production. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Right, um, welcome to episode uh, four of series three, three. of uh, Pit Stop. At present, uh, it's just myself and Ed. We are expecting Joe to walk in any minute, but we're not expecting Max, are we, Ed? No, we're not. Um, where's, 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 where's Max? Uh, he has uh, form captain commitments. He's doing a course, isn't he? He's doing yeah. a, an online course, I think, uh, all afternoon. But uh, I, I suspect we will hear from Max after the break. Right, uh, gonna, I'm going to call uh, our first section, I quite like this, Ed, I'm going to call it, I think this is quite clever, Motorsport Matters. Mm-hmm. I quite like that. Um, so this is a, a summary of uh, any important news items or, or anything which arose from last week, actually. Can I start off? Max asked me a big question, series of questions about, um, it was about Ed Senna, wasn't it? Not wanting uh, an English... Co-driver. Yeah. It wasn't that he doesn't like Englishmen. He just didn't want this particular person, Derek Warwick, uh, as his teammate. Do you know? Do you know why? Why would a driver not want a particular driver as his teammate? Uh, uh I guess they're a bit dirty, maybe. Um, well, that, that's a, that, that's a possibility. Uh, any other any other possible reasons? Think Too about much it. competition. That that's the reason. And Senna didn't want Derek Warwick as his teammate because he felt Derek Warwick was too fast. Yeah. And we know that all the great champions, um, they like the team to evolve around them. They don't want, they want to be number one. They don't want to share, uh, to share the number one status with another driver. They want to be number one and they want to have a teammate who's a clear number two. Johnny Dumfries, uh, Edson felt that Johnny Dumfries obviously was nowhere near as fast as Derek Warwick and wouldn't be a threat to his position as, as the clear number one in the team. And Johnny Dumfries, you, you might want to check this, Ed. Um, I've got a feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, can you just search that? Johnny Dumfries, I think he came from Formula 3 to Formula 1. Can you just double check that? I mean, I'm, I'm just casting my mind back to 1985. I don't recall him being in Formula 3,085. I've got a feeling he went from Formula 3 straight to Formula 1. Um, um, so if you can just check that for me, Ed, Ed's just going on his phone to check this information out. Um, 
What have we got about Johnny Dumfries? Anything uh, about his career? Let's have a look. I can't find anything. Really? Moment. Can you just do Johnny Dumfries? Just there must be a sort of list of his achievements. He might have been. He wasn't. I don't think he was. Was he British Formula Three champion in eighty five? I don't think he was. Have a look. He was a British Formula Three champion. He was. Have we got the year? Um, was it eighty? Was it eighty four? I got a feeling well, it was eighty four. Well, but he, does it he say? Made, it's made his F one debut in eighty six. Yes, but we need before that. Um, so I don't know what he was doing in 85. I got a feeling he was a Formula 3 champion in 84. Let's just go Johnny Dumfries. Yeah. 85. Uh, he raced in Formula 3000. Did he? In 85? In 85. Gosh, I've forgotten that. Was he the 84 Formula 3 champion? I think he was. I think he must have been. Can, can, can you double check that? Yeah. Um, I, like, I like to be, I like to know for sure. Was he, was he Formula 3 champion in 84? Yeah, it seems... Oh, okay. you think of British Formula 3? Yes. Yeah, Johnny Dumfries. Was it the 84? 84. 84. Is there any news, then? Um, not from the F1 guy. Okay. Okay, well, let, let, let's uh, move on. Uh, it looks like there's no sign of Joe just yet. Let's go on to race support. So, um, we know the result from Spain. Uh, Hamilton first. Verstappen second. Bottas third. Mm -hmm. uh, give us your star rating, Ed, and your explanation for that star rating. I'm going to give it a, I think a two and a half. Okay. I mean, it was nothing amazing like we saw in Bahrain or Imola, but there was some interesting stuff in there. Some battles for the lead, which is quite interesting. Some nice strategy. That makes a change because actually most Barcelona races are yeah, pretty dark. Which makes a change for, for Barcelona, like you said. Yeah. And it's nice to see some a, a decent race. Is in the past we have been. Yeah, so it was a competitive race. Yeah. Am I right in saying that Verstappen at the first bit? Yeah, well, Hamilton took the pole, overtaken by Verstappen on the first lap. Verstappen got a much better start. Mm. Um, and they led the lap, led the race probably up until about lap 60. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I think, well, Hamilton was always sort of on his tail, but he couldn't quite get past. So I think maybe around lap 35, Hamilton got into pits, got on some new mediums, and then like the last half of the race was just his pace was better. flat out and yeah yeah managed to catch up about a 20 second gap you know that's impressive so actually so by Barcelona standards quite a good race now if we look at our league table of predictions unfortunately for me ed you and max got the got the top three 100 correct so that's 75 points to the pair of you mm -hmm. which puts you in joint first or so 95 points uh, myself and Joe, uh, well, we obviously got the, the right drivers, but in slightly the wrong order. We scored 45 points, which puts myself and Joe in second place uh, on 65. I, I've got a feeling for, hold on, the next race is, when is the next race? It's not this weekend, is it? Not so this weekend, time. but the week after. I wouldn't be surprised if all of us end up with a Hamilton, Vettel, Bottas, although Monaco might. might I uh, think you mean Verstappen, so. What did I say? Vettel. Sorry. I don't think silly. he'll be anyone. I don't, well, I'll tell soon. you what, if you, if you put, if you got Vettel, then he comes second, that'll be extraordinary. Yeah. But uh, I've got a feeling that we might see that those, uh, uh, that combination, um, yeah. Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas, being predicted by all of us, I suspect, for most races. Right. Um, other races, there wasn't much else on. I did quite enjoy the Formula 3. Yes. There were three races, mm -hmm. all very entertaining. I'm not sure I could tell you who won any of the races. Um, I know race two was full of incident. I think there were at least a, 
on two occasions in race two. I think the leaders collided with each other. But what, what was interesting is some of the names in Formula 3. Yes, yeah. So uh, can you give us uh, some of the names, some of the big names, in terms of famous names? Like we're talking sons of, nephews of, or grandsons of. Yeah, well, you've got, first for a start, you've got uh, Charles Leclerc's brother, yeah. Arthur. He's yeah. racing. Uh, Ralph Schumacher's son, if you can give you his first name, but yeah. he's racing as well. And then also, I think we mentioned probably sometime in Series 2 about uh, Juan Manuel Correa, who's going to make, who's, well, he's made his return now. Uh, he's racing in Formula 3. We've also got, there's a Fittipaldi, so that must be a grandson yeah, of, be... must be a grandson, yeah, or at least true. a grandson of um, Emerson Fittipaldi. Um, is that, oh, there's some others. Um, but yes, there's there's a lot of uh, famous names in Formula 3. Um, what about, you've got the championship positions. Those were the first three rounds, weren't they? Yeah. What are the championship positions? Let's have a look. Um... I don't know any of the names, so I'll have to... Let's have a look. Right, let's have a look. So, ah, it's, it, it's Halger, I think. Yeah, that brings um, In second place... Caldwell. Uh, Caldwell, you're right. It is. Yeah. It is Caldwell. The third one, I don't recognise. No. So, no. Halger first. Caldwell is second. I'm not sure who NOV is. Um, hugely entertaining. Um, yeah, he would probably run a race. So... so. From now on, I'm going to follow that Formula 3. I mean, I only follow it on, on YouTube, as I watch the highlights. Very surprised there was no Formula 2. Again, no. I was surprised there wasn't Formula 2 in Portugal. Yeah, a bit, bit disappointing. Staggered there was no Formula 2 in Barcelona. Are we saying the second round of the Formula 2 champion is going to be in Monaco? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand why they haven't raced at Barcelona. I, there must be a reason for that. Um, yeah. um, it might be that... Um, they didn't want F3 and F2 to clash, but and they wanted to use Monaco for the F2 because it's a bigger event or something. Could there but be? It a, doesn't make much Could it sense. be an issue of, sort of social distancing in the paddock? It could be because you would normally have Formula Three, Formula Two, Formula One. Mm. It just seems odd that Formula Three and Formula Two haven't been on the same same weekend yet. I just wonder if that might be to do with sort of social distancing and sort of general spacing. Hey ho! Right. Um, well, that obviously concludes race reports, um, and I think that probably wraps up part one. And uh, okay, so. so we'll see you after the break. Um, we've got uh, slight change of personnel. We've got myself and Ed are still here. Uh, we've been joined by Max. We have a question for you, Max. Just following on from assembly just now. Tell us about Beyonce uh, and I'm, I'm a single lady. Is that a favourite song of yours? No, it's not a favourite song of mine. Um, in year seven or eight, when yeah. I had Miss um, Hamilton, yeah. I forgot to do my homework. And she said, oh if I danced that song in front oh, of the whole class, oh, she would let me off. Because <laughs> I didn't want her detention. Did so. you do it? Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think we'll move on. Let's move on from there. Right. We're trying to work out what, what the, the, the connection was between you and that song. So, so there we, now we know. Right. Um, I think, actually, funny enough. The moment we finish recording a show, I always think of things that we should have said, right. things we forgot to say. Now, now number one is, 
Well, 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 Joe, we weren't too sure where Joe was yesterday. No, but of course, we realised afterwards that he was at the same meeting as as Max, yeah. being full of captains and all that. So it wasn't that, that Joe had forgotten or, or have you, he, he had another commitment. Uh, we were talking about the Formula 3 race and all we the were. famous names, uh, and we, we listed as many as we could remember. But there was one we didn't mention, a chap, I don't know what his first name is, surname of Nanini, who I think is the nephew of Sandro Nanini, who was a Formula 1 driver uh, in the late 80s, early 90s. Which to say, Max, the, did you see the Formula 3 at all? No. It's, well, it's really entertaining. We watched the, highlight, watched the highlights on uh, YouTube. Uh, it's full of, you know, grandsons, sons, nephews, brothers of, mm. of, 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 of very famous names. Now, we, we're talking about race sports. We forgot to mention, what did we forget to mention? The Formula E. At Monaco. I actually, I watched it. I had it on and, and it was quite watchable. Ed, why was... What did you think of it? I think you watched it, didn't you? Um, I haven't watched all of it, but from what I've heard, it's a pretty good race. Pretty it was, exciting. it was, it was, it was a very um, good race. But, but what was different about it? Well, they've used for this year. They've used the full uh, Monaco layout. It was, it was the full. And I tell you what, the cars look good in it. Mm. They look really good. Yeah, the race was entertaining. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I see, in all fairness, I, I don't really care who wins the races. It was entertaining. Mm. Uh, I'm never that. Was it DaCosta? I think DaCosta yeah, won it on it. the last lap. It was it was very entertaining anyway. Um, Joe's just joined us. Hello. Uh, we, we were just ap- apologising that, that we weren't sure where you were yesterday. We, we forgot that you were on the line. Ambassador. You're an ambassador? I am now. So am I, yes. Very good. <laughs> well, that's very impressive. Right, okay, so we're moving on. Um, Max, you might need to go and grab one of my book over there. Oh. Because we're you moving on to... to Quiz questions. Um, yeah, you grab one of the books, Max. There we go. There we go. This is quite good because I think what this is showing our listeners is that none of this is planned. <laughs> I haven't been told the questions beforehand. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> well, no, it is a good thing because if I get it wrong, I just edit it out. <laughs> I can't lose. Whilst Max is doing that, we had a, a, a compliment uh, from one of the middle school pupils. I was, I was on uh, duty. And he said to me, oh, but sir, so I, I listen to your radio show every Friday. And he said, well, he said, so you talked about Formula E. Mm-hmm. He, said, he said he then went on to YouTube to watch the highlights of the Formula E, e race in Valencia. He said he really, really enjoyed it. He also said, and I, I'm not sure if this is a compliment or not, he says he falls asleep listening to us. That's nice. I think that's a nice thing, you know. I think it so is. Just, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, or you, Max. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Could be you. But but <laughs> it either suggests that our, our show is very relaxing, or it suggests it's really boring. But he did say he did say no. So I, I he really enjoys it and he finds it very relaxing. So it was a, a compliment there. Uh, so there we go. Right, Max has now opened the page. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, okay. Don't ask me a question about numbers because we're not interested in numbers. No. Okay. I've got numbers. Fact okay, well, no, 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 we're interested in your facts on numbers, but I have a fact asking too. how many, I don't know. There might know. be one. Oh, okay, off you go, Max. Okay. Which British was, British? which British hopeful, uh, which? You can see this isn't planned. Right, this Max. is, a, that's wrong, is it not? Max, which you... British hopeful, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Which hopeful British? No. 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 Do you want me to read it? Right. No. Which British guy made his Grand Prix debut in a Tolbert? Did you say which British guy? Yes. 
I'll be surprised if this makes it into the final. Okay, Okay. well, it's going to have to. Which British man made his Formula One debut in a Tolman in Las Vegas in 1981? Las Vegas, 1981. It's going to be one of two people, isn't it? Um, Gosh, it's I'm going to have to go for Derek Warwick. That is correct. Good. We mentioned him. We haven't mentioned him in the. We mentioned him last oh, weekend yeah. in part one. Yeah. Um, okay. Carry on, Max. Uh, which former rock star drove for ATS in 1981? I don't know the answer to that. But I'm going to guess. Okay. The chap called Slim Bogart. It is. I mean, you say he's a rock star. I didn't know he's a rock star, but. Yeah. Carry on. Who was the title sponsor of the Lotus team in 1981? I know. 1981. Yeah. Well, is it the obvious answer? I don't know. No. Because when we think of Lotus, we think of okay, we think of JPS. Just nod or shake your head. Right. In which case, I think it's I think it's Essex. It is Essex. I don't know what Essex is. Do we know what it is? I don't know. It's a place. What, but I don't know. It, it, might, it might be a clothing brand, but it, but it was Essex. Max, is that the last question? Yeah, no, one I'm one happy to stop there, no, Max. No, one more. Okay, it's right. Because you're so amazing. How many races oh, did no, Lotus win? No, no, I said. Come on, sir, give it a well, What was the question? How many races did Lotus win in this year? Which year? 81. None. That's correct. See that? Trick question. It was the trick question. Nicely done. Very good. Now, now the, 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 take the impressive thing about my answers. Not. Just that they were all correct. But I, I, in 1981, I didn't watch Formula One. I knew nothing about it. Really? I got into it in... It's similar to me. I got into it uh, towards the end of 82, probably from the British Grand Prix onwards of, of similar 82. Similar to Max and I, where we yeah. joined at Austria 2020, but yeah. we still know what happened in 2018 so if, Well, that, 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 that's very impressive. No, that's very good. I was talking to a parent last night, actually. Um, and we got onto the subject of our radio show, and was saying to me that he got into Formula One um, as a result of the 1987 British Grand Prix, and, and I asked, and I said, oh, I, I was there, and he was very impressed by that. I was on the exit of Stowe between Stowe and Clough, and I saw Mansell overtake Piquet on the inside of Stowe. Um, Go on YouTube. It, it's one of the, the, the it's one of the classic races. One of the, one of the classic overtaking maneuvers where, where Mansell dummies to the left, PK moves to the left, then he goes to the right. It was all. Vettel did that to Hamilton at Spain. At Spain. Did he? It was one of the twenty eighteen. One, so. one of the big moments, big overtakes of that year, I think. So. Really? I have to look at that. I mean, okay. He dummied one way. Oh, it could have been right. No, no, it wasn't right. But, but, but the the the. This move, Mansell on PK at Stowe, Silverstone 87 was uh, yeah, well, probably one of Formula One's probably top 10, if not top five moments, I, I would say. But I actually saw it. Uh, and of course, the atmosphere was uh, amazing. Right, let's just move. We've got lots to do here. And of course, we've got, we've got lunch waiting for us. Uh, we're moving on next. Hey, uh, we've got some questions, I think. Well, we, I've got facts of the week slash questions, if you want to run that. Yeah, well, let's go to, over to you then, Joe. Okay, so with this, um, we, we, we've sort of got a fact of the week, and then you, I'm happy to have you guesses before yeah, I okay. the fact. So it's not really a question. Um, the maximum, the two of them, so maximum pit lane speed allowed in is 80 kilometres an hour yeah. in most circuits. Yeah. 
However, Monaco is less. Have a rough guess. Like it quick. Okay, 60. 60. 60 kilometers an hour because it is so tight. Yeah. Which is why. Yeah. And this is, I'm not, I doubt you'll be able to guess this, but the Nordschleifer in Germany yeah. was built to help provide employment for workers in the area. Yeah. Yes. It took 25,000 people. Yeah. And from 1925 and 1927 oh. to construct. I, I wish you would say what was the year because I, I would have told you it was the mid 1920s. You knew it already. Well yeah. Because mid 1920s, Max, you might know this. Great Depression. No, 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 no say that. This is what it is, but but this was after the yeah, Germany had terrible economic problems in 1923, the Rowe crisis. I have a great history teacher who talks about this. Mr. Holbrook. It's not me, last actually. Year, last, <laughs> last year, sorry. No, it isn't. It is so this is all part, as you know, Max, that during the, the mid-1920s, this was the time of... Uh, of the rebuilding for Germany, the the, the Dawes plan, the American loans, and so on. So there we go. There's an example. The Nürburgring was, was built during that period. Uh, let's move on. I think we're moving on now well, to... I have a fact for you. You have a oh, fact? Okay. Oh, you go. Right. Sorry, Joe. That's all right. No worries. For the 30 races of uh, Circuit de, ba- uh, de Barcelona, Catalonia, yes. has hosted, I think, 26 of the winners have gone on to win the drivers. Constructors. The drivers. The drivers. drivers. I'm not convinced. I think... I, uh, we'll have to check it's, it's I don't, twen- low 20s. I don't think there's been 26 different winners at Barcelona because Barcelona, the first Barcelona race was in, was in no, 1991. It doesn't mean it has to be different. It's that year. Oh I, see. oh, I see. The person who won the, the Catalonian Grand Prix Grand went Prix. on to win the championship that year. Which is not good for Max Verstappen. I, no, I, I can understand that because um, if your car goes well at Barcelona... It goes well everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so that that makes perfect sense. So if you win at Barcelona, you've probably got the best car. That's probably a 50-50 chance you're going to be wet. Yeah. We've got you, a, you your teammate. I've actually got a little fact before we go. Yeah. Uh, that race uh, in Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. in yeah. Catalonia. Yeah. Uh, this season, that's the first race where the pole uh, pole position really? won. Everyone else, it was. I, I wonder whether if we look at pole positions in Barcelona and the Almost race winners. Almost every single time. I assume I, that wouldn't surprise me. Apart from Nico Rosberg in 2016. This is good knowledge, Max. That's, that's Verstappen, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that was Verstappen. Yeah, 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 and it was his Red Bull debut as well. Yeah, yeah, I think this is Mercedes, good knowledge for people who weren't watching Formula 1 at that time. I think Mercedes have taken a pole at Mercedes since I was kind of 14. Well, at, at, at Barcelona. At Barcelona, yeah. That's and it. I think I was, that wouldn't surprise it was yesterday I was listening to uh, the... I think what's it called? F1 Nation podcast. You might have heard of it. I haven't heard of this. Um, it's this is a rival to Midweek Motorsport. I or a rival to Pit Stop. Pit Stop. More importantly, yeah. And they were saying that at Barcelona, you get a really good. I was saying earlier, you get really indi- good indicator. Yeah, like, it's the highest So it's not necessarily like the result isn't necessarily always based on who's quickest. It's about the car. Yes. So yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. The, the, because it because it's got lots of fast corners. You know, yeah. your car could. But they're also saying that now it's sort of because you know you've got a lot of like mid speed corners. Yes. But yes. as the cars are getting faster now, yeah. Like some of these corners, they're they're being able to take flat, which means that you can't as get as good an indicator. So yeah. now that they're using sector three more, which is a lot slower. Oh yeah, um, sector three. Yeah. But I think. Um, so are you but saying that in the past it was a better indicator of a good car than it is today? Yeah, I'd say so. We better move on here, actually. Should we skip forward? Um, Ed, do you have Tom's answer? Oh, I've got it. Right. Now, now, 
I, we I we do... made the mistake last week of not discussing the previous clue. Did anybody work out the answer? I've worked out both times so far, right, yeah. and I've looked ahead to next week's clue. No idea. Right. No okay. idea. So, so you, 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 I you, got that we were in Manchester. You got that, yes. Yeah. Did you get the rest of it? Uh, yes. Okay. So I've got, I've got this week. So we were, we went from Manchester, and we are. We then got last week's clue. So hold on. So, so last we, week we started in Manchester, didn't we? We started in Manchester. Yes. Yeah. And now we are going to a location I'm about to reveal. So I'm going to read you the clue again. This is the answer. To, off you go. Off the you clue go. is, hang on. <laughs> I've got the answer. Sorry. The clue is, right. as we continue our journey, so this is from Manchester, we go to a place refer, referenced in the Doomsday Book where the That's best right. rice is cooked. You can learn for free, visit a priory, best and join the millions of tourists browsing the variety. And so what I do when looking at these, yeah. I look at something that's a bit of an anomaly. So best the rice, rice the rice make any sense. Could be some sort of anagram. Anagram, anagram of? The best Bista. rice. Bista. Oh, There's Bista. priory there. The best rice is an anagram. Millions of tourists there for the mall. There's a very right. big shopping mall there. It oh, is. It's very right. good. I haven't been there. Oh, it's very cheap. Well, it's an anniversary. It's very good just before COVID because their main clientele is Orientals. Yeah. And because of COVID, they couldn't be there. So the prices were pretty Oh, high. I see. Right. So it's a good gant. A good gant. Ooh. Quite like that. And obviously it was referenced in the Doomsday Book for a census. Uh, best rice is an anagram of Bista. So, so, so hold on. The, the... And learned for free since 1745, 11 to 14-year-olds got a free lesson each day on how to spin cotton. Right. So so what's the motorsport location in Bista? And the motorsport location is the MSA, which is the Motorsports Association. And that sets that is the governing body in the UK for four-wheel motorsport. I've got a feeling there's there's some teams in Bista as well. I've got I think Pro and also yeah. based in Bista. Um Jensen Button was born there. I found that out in my research. Right, okay. So that was a really good one. I like I like that clue about rice. That was very clever. Isn't and it? we right. got so, a So um, the next, next clue. clue is going from Bista. It's going right. from Bista. Yeah. This week you're in a car and on ferry, going to a place once inhabited by the hairy. Isabella takes a turn where tinfoil means nothing, as they have their own language, and whichever way they get thrown, they land. Okay, that means nothing to me. Those that I got the first two with Manchester and Bista, and I've had a, have, have, I've had a long, long look at this, and it's it's going to be difficult. Yeah. And just to let you know, the journey will take you eight hours. By what form of transport? Uh, car and ferry. Oh, it's abroad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Could, it could be, be to the Isle of Man yeah. or the Isle of Wight. Could be Jersey. Like yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take you eight hours, and it is two hundred and seventy-six miles. From. That's from Bista. From 276 Bista. miles from Vista, and it'll take you eight hours. Right. Okay, so, so much to, to think about. Much to think about. Uh, let's move on. Um, we've got, obviously, what's coming up this weekend. Anything you want to do before before we go? I think we've... Have you got your... your who am I? Who am I? Yeah, I've got... Okay, so let's go... You've got somebody in mind. So we're going to move on to who am I? Ten questions only. And if you guess, that's a question, by the way. Get it wrong, you're out, Joe. So no telling Max the answer. Right, I'm going to start. Are you alive? Yes. Are you retired? Yes. Have you won the drivers' championship? Yes. Okay. Right. A retired Formula One world champion. Are you English? No. Are you from Europe? Yes. 
Okay. So now it's just only got five seconds. No, 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 no. You no. asked the wrong question. You said no. No, 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 no. Oh, you can't yeah, say yes yeah. or no. It's if, you, oh. if, if I say, are you Nigel Matsu? Oh, then you're out. Five questions left. So, it's a European. Non English. Non English. Are you French? No. Oh, that's how long ago. We've only got four questions left. Right. So, we, we just think we've got, we've got German possibility, German drivers. Quite a few there. Um, Could be. Have you won the Formula One World Championship more than once? No. Right, so it's so just a one-time. I tell you, I tell you who, who's. I'm not saying this as an answer, but we've got uh, both the Rosbergs as possible because they're both world championships. Yeah. They both. Um, champions. Do you want to both German? Uh, hold on, but no, but, but hold on. Nico's German. German. The other uh, KK is not. Is um, uh, let's ask this question. Okay. Did a relative, father or son of this person, was he also a Formula One world champion? Uh, okay. We got the right. So we got okay. We got three questions, and we know it's one of two. So Max, say, is it? Is it Nico Rosberg? Yes. Ha! I got it before you two. Hold on. Got it because of the question that I asked Max. Right. Sacrifice. Excellent. That was a very good one. I tell you what, ten questions. You got to got to think carefully think about the questions work, when yeah. you've only got ten, folks. This weekend is it is quite a busy one. There's no Formula One. Nope. No. Um. Monaco next weekend. What we've got is, I'll do it in um, ascending order of, I think, interest. So they are all big events. We've got uh, IndyCar, it's the Grand, it's not the Indy 500, it's the Grand Prix of Indianapolis. I used to be big into IndyCars. I've stopped watching IndyCars for one reason. Do you know what that reason is? Roman Grosjean. No, 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 I've stopped. I've stopped yeah. because they've got this ridiculous uh, sort of windscreen. Yeah. yeah. I, on a single, they look ridiculous. I can't watch um, races where the cars look ridiculous. So unfortunately, I used to be big into Indy cars. I can't watch them at all now. So Indy I car, turned it on when I was just 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 chilling. I turned on the TV. I, th- I think it was on DT. I think Sky have it. Sky have it. Yeah, I think it's Sky. What do you think of the look of the cars? I don't. I don't really mind it. I don't really matter. I don't think I'm a bit of plastic. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I'm a much of a racing. Fanatic as you are, but no, no, for me, it, it's got to so look. I just enjoyed the racing. I, I know, but to me, it's got to look. The circuit and the cars got to look. I tell you what was surprising though. Yeah. Roman Grosjean wasn't that far up the order at all. Oh, he's yeah. an XF1 driver yeah. below mid table. Was it on a, a oval or a or a I, road course? I think it was a road course. Okay, fair enough. I was just going to say that F1 almost used that sort of. It's uh, actually developed. Yeah. It's actually developed by Red Bull. Well, I'm, I tell you what, I'm glad they went to, to the Halo. The Halo looks okay. It looks fine. But yeah, that windshield when it's cool. looks 17 uh, Okay, let's go. Uh, we've also got Elms. That's the European Le Mans series. That's from the Red Boring. That's an event that I've been... The Red Boring. I, well, I've been to that event, the European Le Mans series, the Red Boring. Joe, I've been there three times. It's a great event. The European Le Mans series is very competitive. Think Le Mans cars, basically. Now, here we go. Um... The next, going up in ascending order of excitement, we've got IMSA. With IMSA, so don't forget, this is the third round. We had the Daytona 24 hours. We had the 7 12 hours, both amazing races. We're going to mid-Ohio this weekend. It's a sprint race. It'll be two hours and 40 minutes. I love IMSA. The racing is amazing. You won't find any better car racing in the world than IMSA. But the most exciting thing is MotoGP. It's from France. What we're going to do, folks, because... You know, we know that predicting Formula One is pretty easy. We're all, we're all going to come up with the same. Who is, who's, 
It's you two are joint first. Because he copied me. Yeah, and Joe and I are joint it's second. Now, I'm going to make this more interesting because we're going to include in our table, only going to go for the winner of the MotoGP. And just this the is winner. Just the winner. So I, this no is how it's going to, doesn't matter. It's going to work like this. If you guess the winner, you get 50 points. If your man comes in the top three, you get 25 points. And that's it. So, nice and simple. This is the French Grand Prix uh, from Le Mans. Um, Joe, your pen. What sort pen of circuit? It's, 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 uh, it's a bit of a tight, twisty sort of track. You've got a pen. So what would that favour? The. I have a lot. Well, as this is competitive, Joe, I'm not going to say it's going to be this kind of favour. Um, I think what will be interesting is Quattararo at his home race. But don't forget the last race, he had terrible arm pump. Um, so I can't. Okay. I'm going to go for, because it's a Yamaha, it's quite twisty. Yeah, it is. I'm going to go for Quattararo. It's a okay. Grand Prix. Quattararo. Ed, who are you going for? Because um, of what we mentioned there, I was going to go Quattararo, but yeah. thinking about um, his injury, Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll go with uh, Maverick Vinales. Interesting. I'll tell you what, Vinales is one of, those, one of those riders who, on his day, is unbeatable. But he doesn't have many of those days. So oh, he'll, he'll either win it by a mile or he'll be he'll come twelfth. Uh, Max. I'm gonna go let me pronounce this right. Oh gosh. Francesco Yes. Bagnani. I'll tell you what, well done on the on the first name. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know Francesco. I'll tell you what, that's not a bad I'm gonna I'm gonna oh gosh, this is well, really... he's leading the drive of championship for you. Yeah, right. He is. Nice. He is. Nice. Yeah, God, nice. that's a I mean I'd like to say Zarko. I'd like to say Jack Miller. I'm going for Zarko. I'm going for Zarko because he always does well at the Mont. He's on a competitive bike. Now that's good. We've got a four. Now this is going to change the league table. There'll be an out and out leader next week. Because I think in Formula 1, we're always going to say the same. Future and what probably in, in, in the same order. Right, people, well done. It's, um, it's probably time for lunch. It's roast, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's nice. very nice. Um, yeah, very good. Okay. So, um, hopefully, you'll tune in again next week. Uh, in the meantime, uh, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ed. Goodbye from Joe. Goodbye, goodbye from Max. This was an SJC Radio production, written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe and Ed. The editor was Mr Bird, and it was produced by Tom Russell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well